Hi, I'm Alan Haran, President and CEO at the Greater Reading Chamber, and I'm here for this week's Member Spotlight with Dave and Chris Roach from Dave Roach Electric. Welcome, Dave and Chris. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Good. You know, like um, so many of our, our members, one, you're a small business, and two, you're a family run business. And Dave, I think it was your father actually that started. Yeah, the my dad started in nineteen seventy four with my mom being the secretary and the bookkeeper and all that. So. Okay. So did you always aspire to join your dad's company? Um was that yeah, a plan? I mean yeah it was. I went into service to get away for a little while for four years mm -hmm. and kind of be my own person per se. Yeah. But uh, yeah it was always something I wanted to do with yeah, him. Yeah, great. How about you Chris? Yeah, it's, we've been working together since I was like, what, six years old? So it's, it's almost <laughs> Ooh, second nature. Child so. labor. Yeah, child no, labor. No, it, <laughs> it was all like building the house and renovations at the house was really where we started. Yeah. So. Oh, very cool. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about the range of service that you provide? Um, it, mostly residential and uh, light commercial. Um, we do have some small industrial clients that has built over the years. Um, we do uh, mostly electrical, um, but we've branched out in the last 20 years into HVAC work. Um, I do some commercial refrigeration. We do Connor Weiser School District, all their, okay. their cafeteria work. Um, we picked up duct cleaning um, about seven years ago. Chris and I went to Dallas and got trained on that. That was just a, a branch off of the HVAC work. You got into people's homes okay. and the duct work was dirty. Mm -hmm. So we branched off into that, and uh, that's pretty much what we do. Good. We're a plumber short of a mechanical contractor. Okay. There you go. It's a that's, good way to word it. Yeah. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit, um, Chris, about the training that's required um, to become an electrician? Um, for the electrician side, there's a four-year apprenticeship. You work, I think it's 1,000 hours a year. 2,000 hours. 2,000 hours a year. And then it's night school, two nights a week, three hours a night. Mm -hmm. And then once you're done with the four years, you can uh, challenge the city test and Take okay. the journeyman test. Okay. And then after that, two years after you have your journeyman's, you can uh, then go for your master's. Excellent. So it's, it's fairly simple, but it's a lengthy process. Right. Four years of night school. So. And you currently have an, in, uh, an apprentice. I want to say intern. Apprentice. We have um, two currently. Two. We have okay. one in the fourth mm -hmm. year, and we have one that's going to be starting his first year next year. Okay. He's going through a process right now until he starts school in June. And then that classroom training, is that available locally? Yeah, it's through the Berks Career Technology Center. Okay. So it's, there's one in, there's an East Campus and West, one's in Ole, one's in Burn Township, so it's very right. convenient. Now, how hard was it to find these apprentices? It was difficult. It was very difficult. Um, all the mechanical contractors um, are having a difficult time trying to find young people that want to be in the trades. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the key is trying to reach out to the parents of young people. Um, it's a viable way to make a living. Right. Um, I raised a family of two sons. Mm -hmm. um, Chris is, has two children. He's raising children with it. And you can make a good learning, uh, earn a, yeah. Earn a good Earn living. a good living, right. sorry about that. Yeah. Um, being in the, in the mechanical field. Um, right. And with benefits and, and being home every day. You know, you're mm -hmm. gonna be home every night other than the schooling. Mm -hmm. um, where else can you can you be in a trade for six years and have your own business? Right. You know, I mean, really, that's the key. I mean, and, and I've had several members in, that's gone through the company that have their own businesses now, and I'm proud right. of that. Right. And I encourage that if they if they want to have their own business, they can they can do, certainly do that. Right. Now, Chris, did you do um, the Career and Technology Center during 
high school, or did you no, go it's, afterwards? No, it's, it's post high school. Okay. So, you have so to even be if you wanted to, you couldn't go to the career. You can go to Votech. You can do their Votech program, which it touches mm -hmm. a little bit on it, and it's on it's hands on in school, but it's nothing that you can build on. Got it, it. Or you can build on it, but it's nothing like set in stone. Okay. The apprenticeship, you actually get a certificate at the end of the uh, four years mm -hmm. that you can go anywhere in the country, and you have your journeyman certificate. You just got to right. challenge whatever local test is. Right. So that's a good that's a good point that this is a portable certification. Yes, you can move, I believe, anywhere in the country. And I think there's over 30 states that are. It's, it's a federal program. It. It's right. through the Department of Labor and Industry here in Pennsylvania. Right. But it's it's a federal program too. So right. yeah, moving is not a problem. Um, just challenging the local municipalities' tests okay. it would be what you'd have to do to move to another state. Okay. Now, the, um, uh, in the past year, or maybe it's two years actually, the um, Greater Reading Economic Partnership um, did a good uh, job developing a campaign, a public relations campaign called Careers in Two Years. Now, obviously, your certification is, is longer than that, but their, their point was just to get people thinking about technician level jobs, whether it's, you know, work, working with your hands, it kind mm -hmm. of, there are two-year training programs that can give you very solid careers. Um, are there some things that you think the community could be doing to further promote um, the awareness on the viability of these jobs, the need for these jobs? I, I think, again, I, I go back to educating parents today in mm -hmm. Of students in the middle school, junior high level, um, right. that that is it, it. It's not it's not sexy or it's not fancy. You know, if you don't go to college, that you become mm -hmm. a mechanic. But you know, we're hurting, uh, and mm -hmm. and it's going to hurt the, all of Berks County, and it's spread out throughout the country. Right. That that it, it you know I, I think it's looked down upon to be a mechanic and get your hands dirty mm -hmm. to some degree, and I think we need to change that right. part of it. Well, as you explained, I mean. This is a well-educated field. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you can't just walk into it. You need you can't walk pretty into it. We can, the, the easy thing is we can train, and all the hands-on training comes from the 2,000 hours of work each year. Right. So it's, if, if you can handle a screwdriver, you can pretty, we can pretty much train you to okay. start entry level and, and work, and then your, way work your way up. Yeah. Our two current apprentices had no idea what electric was about till they started with us. Okay. And so it, it's not something that you need to have Votech to further your right. career. You know, we've had people you come through the program. You can do it after. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think that's kind of key because um, the, the Career and Technology Center isn't going to be for everyone. And I think, you know, some people are, are, have that mindset of, of staying in the high school and moving on to um, college. So I think we need to be able to catch people all along the way. And I think another thing that we're seeing is um, a lot of employers start thinking of college level or adult level as, as interns. And I think we need to back that down um, yeah, yeah. into the high schools. and. My father didn't want me to go to Votech because he okay. said he could teach me more on weekends and nights and get the college prep. Okay. curriculum and get the maths and the sciences mm -hmm. and I pretty much had the same feeling with Chris he was mm -hmm. lucky that he had me that we could do that right so that's why he didn't go to the Votech okay so yeah I think it's at any point you can you can right. do this the gentleman that just started his first year of apprenticeship is 26 okay. you know was in factories was doing that kind of work and said mm -hmm. I just don't want to do that anymore I want a career 
And, and he's doing fabulous. Six months yeah. into it, he's going to be a wonderful mechanic. Great. You know, he really is. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things we, we need to get the mm-hmm. message out. There's more than one way to succeed. Mm-hmm. You know, and, but either way, you do need education and training beyond high school. And if you have the, what, the one thing he's taught us, the, the first year apprentice, if you have drive and if you want to do it, mm-hmm. you're going to do it. Right. Okay, now you are a small business. Um, you mentioned you have the, the two apprentices, and I know your um, wife does some of your back office work as too, work also. Um, talk to us about how you address that challenge of working in the business versus when can you step back and work on the business. For me, it's difficult, and, and that's the step that I'm trying to make. Uh, mm-hmm. Chris and I have been working side by side. Uh, obviously, he's got to get his education. He's got to get that mechanical part of it down so that I can start working on the business and not right. in the business. And, and Joanna's tremendous at that. Um, she's taking care of that bookkeeping. We brought mm-hmm. Cheyenne, Cheyenne his, uh, Chris's wife, is now working with us. Okay. Um, because the challenge is now when Joanna and I want to go away, Chris is left high and dry with nothing. So now we have mm-hmm. Cheyenne who's learning all about the business end of it okay. um, so that Chris can concentrate in the field Sure, you can concentrate mm-hmm. in the office, mm-hmm. and, the, and, the, and the whole business keeps running smoothly. Right. So that's yeah, that's okay. that's the challenge of being it a is. family business and being chief cook and bottle washer. Right. Until you get all the infrastructure together, right. and and we're on that process. Right. We're on that track. Well, we talked about some of your your challenges. You know, finding talent and um, uh, balancing. You know, working in the business versus on the business. What do you see as some of your your great opportunities? Um, I think just growing with the business and, and growing the, the the current base that we have as far as our clients. Uh, mm-hmm. we're, we're seeing that grow tremendously as we have more people that can actually go out in the field and do work. The more opportunities we have, so that's what we are working. We're in a growth spurt right now right. and. Trying to keep up with the growth spurt mm-hmm. is the challenge that Chris and I are facing. And with him being in school, he's currently finishing his third year of his HVAC apprenticeship. So we're starting to get Chris doing more estimates. So now two of us can be out doing estimates instead of just one. Mm-hmm. So it, that's the, gr- the growth spurt that we're going through right now, and that's the challenge. Right. And that's the opportunity also. Right. So as your client base increases, that you get that many more people right. that are now calling. Or telling friends, or telling coworkers. Mm-hmm. So good. How about for you, Chris? Being the younger uh, generation, your dad mentioned. You know, he worked for for his father for a while, mm-hmm. and you know, had some things that young Dave wanted to do in the business. And dad was like, "Now nah, we don't need that." Um, what are some of, of your challenges in being the younger generation? I wouldn't say too many challenges because he went through. He knows what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. It's mainly he lets me do. He lets me hang myself. So if I have an idea, <laughs> he lets me do it. And if it doesn't work out, he goes, well, we all have to have growing pains. Right. So that's one of our biggest challenges is him letting me grow as a, mm-hmm. as a mechanic. And, and a businessman. And, yeah, and a businessman. Business business right. Because you, don't, you, don't, you succeed by your failures. Right. <laughs> you just so don't. true. Yeah. So true. Do you have any um, advice, either of you out there, for um, other small businesses that are, are um, you know, aspiring? You know, more than half of the small businesses fail within um, five years. And you guys, you know, are, have been around quite a while, so you're, you're doing something right. Um, any, any words of, of advice for um, fellow chamber members? Keep it simple. 
keep it true, and don't spend more than you make. There you go. That's a good tip. You know, that, I think yeah. that's the biggest part is we all tend to make it bigger than what it actually is and just keep your, your hand on what you're spending. Mm -hmm. um, everybody always says, well, it's a business write-off. Well, it's not a business write-off if you don't have the money to write it off. Mm -hmm. So keep it simple and, and, and stay true to your word with your customers and, and be honest with them. And mm -hmm. if, if you can do that, I think anybody will succeed. Mm -hmm. I really do. Great. Well, thank you very much for being members of the chamber. And Dave, thank you very much for um, serving on our board of directors. We, yeah, I appreciate being uh, on that. It's a, that. it's a pleasure being on that board. Good. Thank you. Thank you uh, for what you do in Berks County. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Thanks for having us tonight.